welcome to Podcat, the premier podcast of the Podcat Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts, Sam Brady, and I'm joined, as always, by the incredible, the purple-haired, the so lovely, you can't believe it, Veronica! You're peeking. Gross. You should, you're not supposed to peek. You're not, stop peeking. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, it's me. How's life, Veronica? It's great. <laughs> I don't know. I, I came in really aggressive. <laughs> Be aggressive. Be, be, be aggressive. aggressive. That's my favorite song. It is. You sing it all the time. I don't. Lies. Lies and deceit. <laughs> Go on. I'm sorry. So, I think a lot of people think of spouses of entertainers, and they think that they may not get that person on all the time. They probably assume that there's an off switch to it. Surely they're not getting the faces, the acting, the dancing, the singing, the energy, the Jim Carrey uh, faces all the time but what i'm here to tell you is that is all the time with veronica <laughs> there is no off to the switches on. in fact during any moment of tension which is rare and far between is usually when i'm very sleep deprived and i'm not goofing and you're trying to goof with me and you're just like why can't you get my goddamn sense of humor yeah i'm like because it's 2 a.m go to sleep but are you bored <laughs> you seem bored at i 2 just want the applause <laughs> yeah that's pretty much it yeah yeah that's my life Okay, well, I'm sorry that you are offended by all of my goofs, my goof faces. Quite the contrary. You constantly surprise me and astound me and delight me. Oh, well, thank you. In fact, I was really stressed out um, at the beginning of this week. Sometimes with these big anxiety spells. And this one was a doozy. I was just unhappy for a little while. And you completely turned around because you, you always bring out the best of me and set me on course and make me happy. Well, I mean, not that I need to know this, but for a listener, what might someone do that was helpful in that? Oh, like what do you? Yeah, what I do. I, I think know. I just love you. Is the thing I just spend time with you, and it's very centering and rejuvenating. Oh, yeah, and everything like that. Like people ask me a lot about how to, because I do the curious cast solicit questions, and that tends to turn to a lot of people saying I'm in a dark place, and I don't know how or when it'd be get better. Like that's that's a that's a, a a large percentage of them, and I try to spend a lot of time really answering those very thoughtfully. And there's not a magic bullet like Veronica that can prescribe to other people because there wasn't that for me in the past. Mm-hmm. For me in the past, it was eye on the prize on a small selfish thing that would be real in my future because I couldn't. When I was when I'm really depressed, I can't think of things as like real. The paycheck, getting out of debt, finishing the job, they're, they're just not real enough. But I think of a small, stupid, selfish thing that seems very real to me, like this book that's going to come out in 12 months that I'm going to read and I'm going to enjoy. I can think about that and it'll be real. And I just have to make the little decisions in my life so my life not to go tits up in order for me to get to that thing that feels real. Yeah. So that, that's a, that's like peak depression thing. And that, that's something I do without you in it. But with you in it, you're just you're just incredibly rejuvenating and centering. Because I, I love you and our relationship is so easy and so delightful to me that just spending time in it is just such a thing that gives me so much fuel for the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't so much uh, deal with, uh, I think you deal with um, bouts of depression, whereas, well, I, I can't diagnose you. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you, you tell me how you feel, but um, you tend to go deep and low, and I tend to just get myself so anxious that I can't, like, calm down. And so I have a... My, I think my anxiety is more of a, a huge issue than, uh, but yeah, all I'm saying is that what's nice for me is that 
when I'm on those really high highs and I, you know, just need to calm down. But, you know, your brain is just like, oh, well, we're doing 90 miles an hour. Why don't we just keep going 90 miles per hour? And let's also think about everything terrible that has ever happened and could ever happen uh-huh. right now. <laughs> yeah. For me, there's definitely a thing that I probably haven't spent sufficient mm-hmm. time sussing out or really figuring out how to, how to deal with properly because we've been trying to accomplish a number of things. But there, there is something that happens sort of, I, I almost want to say, not externally, but like internally, mm-hmm. where suddenly nothing has changed, but I feel very dramatically different at yeah. the world around me. And that's been a very observable thing. And the, the frustrating thing about that is you get over to that, and it's done, and you feel like it's never, ever going to happen again, you feel great. And I always feel mm-hmm. fantastic on the up. And then when it does, it just like really seizes a hold of you. So I, I certainly haven't sussed that out. I, I think it's it, it's really good lately. Well, it's not that often, oh, yeah. but, but when it does happen, it it certainly happens, and there's, there's nothing yeah. to do but to do it. So, yeah, I think that's a pretty accurate description. I would say, I, I don't know that I've ever been um, quite as explicit with, with those down moments. Something that's kind of leading into that when I'm on the way down is there are kind of endless, um, almost unwanted thoughts that are sort of playing in my head of, like, maybe, like, an argument that's insane, and I know that, like, doesn't belong on this earth and isn't the person being themselves, mm-hmm. but someone very believably in their in their voice saying something I really don't want them to hear, sometimes you or mm-hmm. someone else, and, and, like, that won't go away. That's, like, a thought that cannot be banished. Yeah. And that'll cycle really heavily for a very long time, kind of on the way down. I think that was one of the really irritating things about me. I'm sure my family has, like, a, a strong history of just, like, <clears throat> being mentally unwell, and not taking care of that. I remember um, a family member of mine went and got um, diagnosed with um, uh, bipolar disorder, and they came to our to a dinner or something, and I was like maybe 11 or 12. I was very young. And they were talking about, yeah, I have this chemical imbalance in my brain and this, that, and the other. And they were like, well, just don't think about that. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, just don't think about that. Also uh chemicals in your brain that sounds dumb yeah. <laughs> i was like not supportive at all uh, but i didn't yeah, know i yeah, mean i was a sure. kid yeah. i had no idea i've done a lot of shitty things in my life but it's mostly just been from a lack of knowledge i was completely i ignorant. never see those things those shitty things where you're led by the hand from an adult yeah. figure in life doing those and there's, there's a number of those from your very young childhood that I, oh there's a number I, of those from my adult hood i mean it's just you know yeah you 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 only measure a person to what the life experience yeah, has exactly and, yeah and, and and you constantly are someone of self-improvement and growth yeah i think there's no sliver of your, your life you could cut out that would you wouldn't see that in some way or fashion and there's nothing you can't do if you keep going upward and onward the, yeah. the horizon's limitless it's true i mean <sighs> anyways all that to say uh what's really nice about I think our relationship from my perspective is that I can get on those really like manic and not feeling well. And that is where it will always take me to where I'm just like, I feel ill. I do not feel good. And that happened to me very recently. I think it was in maybe February or so where it was just days and days. And I kind of get a little agoraphobic as well, where Mm -hmm. it's very difficult for me to leave the house. Sometimes I can't. And uh, it, it was really nice to, and I think that was probably the first time that we had ever experienced that together. And I, I can't remember a time when that's been such a huge issue for, mm. for me uh, with you. And so it was really interesting to, to have a supportive partner in that because, you know, I just, I don't know, I felt safe. And that's kind of the hard thing to do when you're 
when you're dealing with that problem is to feel like, okay, I can't feel this ending, but I know that it's going to end, uh -huh. you know, and, and they're just being a person that's kind of like the reminder that things have been good before and they will get better. Right. You just have to, you know, hold the hand and, and walk through that, that time together. So it's really, uh, it was really good for me. I'm so glad that you feel supportive and safe in, yeah. in a relationship and with me. And I hope that you always do as much as possible. It makes me cry. So the podcast listener, Veronica, is crying. Stop it. Don't tell them. <laughs> so do you want to do this Adam Bash activity? Oh, God, yeah. So Adam, I, we've done the prep as to your instructions. Adam Bash is one of my best internet friends. And I do everything that he says to do. <laughs> <laughs> so we've queued up uh, my curious cat. And Adam says to open it and to refresh it and get the messages from it. And to react honestly in the moment. And what is curious cat for the listeners that don't know? Curious cat is a mistake that you can choose <laughs> <laughs> you can choose to make in your life. I make it all the time. I, I love making mistakes. You love mistakes. <laughs> I do. Look I at all really the bad do. movies that you watch. I love bad movies. So with Curious Cat, you sign up for it. And by the way, people have been really adding me a lot lately that <clears throat> supposedly got bought out by a sleazy company that mines your, your Facebook data and all the other apps that you link with it and then sells that for profit to um, like Cambridge Analytica, a lot of people where you don't want your data going necessarily. So keep that in mind. I haven't verified that, but people have been saying that. But with that brief disclosure uh, aside, make your, come to your own decision. It's one where you can make a profile and people ask you anonymous questions. And it's really good at sorting those anonymous questions. So like if someone asks multiple questions, you'll be able to see it's from the same person, but not see who that person is. Unless mm -hmm. they very specifically, well, basically write in their message who, who they are. And then you can kind of people sort them to do it in all kinds of different things. like give me feedback on this, ask me a question about this. And what I'm soliciting people to do most of the time is to treat it like Post Secret. Post Secret was an art project I'm really enamored with. I've read tons of their books. I've been to the museum. I think it's a really pretty thing. Uh, Veronica, you've ever seen those books, right? I'll get one for you someday because I'd really be curious to see it. But the idea of Post Secret was there was a mailing address, a PO box, and you could write your secret on a postcard and decorate the postcard everywhere you want, and they'd be published, all these postcards that were people's secrets mm. so they could never say out loud. Sometimes they'd never said out loud. <clears throat> and they're, they're very sad. And you get like a really interesting sense of things that people feel has been held back from their life for their whole lives. Yeah. You, you, I have read thousands and thousands of these. I used to go every week and they'd refresh the website and I'd read them. I was just obsessed with them. So I think they're really interesting, but um, yeah, they can be about sex, marriage, uh, being a kid, being an adult, being any number of things about, about anything. So I, I ask people who, who know what that is to treat it like that and just to tell me a secret and I'll respond to it. If you're saying you something's wrong in your life, I'll sometimes phrase it in sort of an advice-y way. So I, uh, I don't mean to be too preachy. Anyways, that's what my curious cat is. At me if you want to post secret me. And let's see what Adam has said. Okay, here we go. We're going to the curious cat. Ooh. Well, we, okay. Um, should I read this aloud to yeah, you? Yeah, why don't okay. you? Because I don't think I can keep my voice calm through this question. Oh boy, you're coming in real hot, <laughs> real aggressive here. Why do giraffes have such short necks? That is to say, a giraffe is so tall at the shoulder that they can't lower their dumb heads to ground level to drink or graze without splaying their legs to the sides to angle their bodies down like Bambi trying to walk on ice. If they just had slightly longer necks, they could drink while standing like other more reasonable, what? Ungulates? Ungulates. Ungulates. Such as the noble horse or the majestic elk. Their legs are too long. And that's probably why 
everyone thinks they're ridiculous. I listen, shitface. <laughs> <laughs> Giraffes actually, if they're at a place where there is water, where they could lower their head to get it, if like the mechanics would make sense that they could, they still can't. And there's a very particular reason why. Giraffes have such huge hearts and such giant veins and need to pump so much blood to keep their kind of very particular bodies going that if they lower their head all the way beneath their body like that, the blood to their head will make them pass out and they'll go unconscious. So uh, that's that's um, actually a, a lot of the reason behind why they have to splay out like this and kind of get down uh, to the earth in order to drink for a sustained period of time. They, of course, have been down for a little bit, like when they smell pee, which they like to do to see uh, how the health of the other drafts are doing. Lots of animals send messages that way. Well, they re- sniff that. I don't need to explain fucking urine to you. I know. Well, well, I didn't realize. I knew that giraffes do it for all the time. They, they always But it wasn't me. until you said it that you were like, okay, yeah, every animal pisses on stuff. No, it was when we were watching um, Planet Earth. Oh. And they were talking about all these, like, smelling urine of other animals, smell their own animals' urine to, to like, understand all kinds of other things about the other animals. And I was like, yeah. okay, that's just a large mammal thing. It's not necessarily yeah. a giraffe thing. Probably a fish thing, too. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that that's part of the reason. Uh, why you are like this, though, is a question I don't know that I can answer. I just, you just, just, gosh, just, I love giraffes, and I love you, and I think that you, you whoever deserve you to are. be happy, whoever you are. Um, sometimes when people project out in this way, it might be a, a manifestation of something wrong in your own life. So I oh just hope gosh. that things... What if this person feels like their neck is too short? <laughs> And they wish they could be more like a majestic horse, or I'm sorry, a noble horse or a majestic elk. And the elk is a big thing because an elk, elk is beautiful and has the gorgeous horns. Oh I mean, like, God. have you seen the like crazy, like huge old ancient or- orcs? Orcs. <laughs> Elks. You know, Warcraft orcs and humans. You know, the first recorded humans. thing of human history. <laughs> and uh, anyways, how they have these crazy, I bet you, so this person, whoever they are. Uh-huh. Short neck, bad hair. It has to be. Yeah. So I hope you can work on you, and I hope you get feeling better. You don't need to lash out and destroy everything that other people love. And good for you for seeing Bambi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's get some of that. Well, that was sad. I was really sorry to see you so sad. Actually, <laughs> um, that made my heart hurt. Oh no, it's cool. <laughs> But I did have to read that the way that I thought that G- person, whoever they are, are um, wrote that. They are polarizing. There are a lot of people who just think they're really dumb. But you I... know, I don't understand that. I think that people take that position when they find out that other people adore yeah. giraffes. It's just like there's such a singular thing in the world. Mm-hmm. It's kind of I think the people who who like giraffes, that's something they're very attracted to about giraffes. So they're so utterly unique in a lot of it's ways. It's like to me it's like someone saying, "Oh, I love that game Bananagrams." People are like, "I hate Bananagrams. I love Scrabble." Yeah. And that doesn't make any right. sense. It's like, "Okay, whatever." The thing on, that's fun about giraffes is the more you learn, the more you learn. they're so like quirky and there's so much you can learn. Like, I, recently, I think that's every animal. That yeah, that's true, <laughs> but giraffes do have a lot of very special things about them. Every like, animal. They're a, a really heavy grazer of food, but they live in such symbiosis with where they live that they will not overgraze areas. And they stimulate growth of a lot of 
plants around them. So they are incredibly good for the growth of a lot of things in the ecosystem because they will not overgraze. They'll, Interesting. And two, because they stimulate the growth of other things that are very helpful to other things around them. They are druids. They are absolutely druids. I like earth. that they are, uh, that they're very health conscious, that they're yeah. like, I can't. I can't have another blade of grass. <laughs> I can't have a single more leaf. Look at that. I won't have enough for tomorrow. Seven for tomorrow. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say about giraffes? But I do like that everyone goofs on you about giraffes. That might be my favorite part about <laughs> giraffes. <laughs> I'll stand up for the honor of giraffes any day. So will you hold your head haters. up high? I will hold my head up high. A little tower above this. Anytime I go to a zoo and there are giraffes there, I'm like, oh, how cool. Sam, look, giraffes, you know, great. But anytime I get close to them, I'm like, oh, what a mistake. These things are fucking stinky. They are stinky. And I do not like bad smells. I mean, like, who likes bad smells? But I really don't like yeah, bad they're smells. They're so huge. I've got to imagine if huge animals in a zoo, you're really not getting optimal smelling locations for that animal. Yeah. Well, but I will sit by and watch elephants all day. Yeah. I don't know if you remember or not, but when we went to the Dallas Zoo for my birthday a few years ago, uh -huh. like, I don't even really like zoos at all. And I, like, sat there and I watched a fucking, or not giraffe, I watched elephant. an elephant for, like, 40 minutes. I was like, oh, oh, does, do other people want to do things? Okay. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I was really put out that I had to move. Yeah. So, but yeah, I could park my ass in front of a, an elephant and just watch it. Yeah, they're very fun to watch. Yeah. For sure. They're very social. Yeah. Which is very nice. Really cool. I'm sure you're going to say, well, giraffes are actually socialer. Like, no. No. <laughs> just, I'm, I'm just making goofs on you now. <laughs> All right. Do you want to do another question? Uh, yeah, I got something in my eye, though. So just uh, why don't you entertain the audience while I... While I uh, Okay, my eye. Kieran, by the way, hey, Kieran, I've really enjoyed talking to you lately, and I really had a great time on Inks and Issues. So listeners, if you want to hear Kieran, Jonah, and I talk uh, Batwoman, uh, this, the intro to it, which I really love, I think it's such an awesome comic, then you can look up for an upcoming Inks and Issues. It's going to be really good. Kieran says, hey, Podcast Podcast, if the need for money dissipated overnight and any needs, parentheses, not wants, close parentheses, you had were taken care of, what would you do? I'd quit my job. Yeah, I'd quit job. my job and I'd just podcast all the time. Yeah, I'd certainly podcast a little bit more. Um, I'd write my stuff and just do things. I would still be really keenly interested in working, but I would probably just do school and finish like up to master's level of school without work. So mm. like my whole work at school. I'd take more than full-time school and just get that done at a much more accelerated rate. Well, do you think that you would want to do the accelerated thing, or do you think you would want to take time and enjoy yourself? Well, I mean, accelerated compared to today, but it would still feel like I was going a lot so slower. So instead than of I'm taking now. twelve hours and working full time, you would take like fifteen or eighteen. Okay, that's and, fair. Yeah, and that would be easy. <laughs> that's, if that's all I did, I guess that's my only job. Oh my god, that'd be so easy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> They're all going to be undergraduate level classes, and I know what's around the corner. I've taken a big mix of 400, 300, 200, 100 in this particular discipline. Yeah, that's true. I've only got 24 left. I've got a really good sense of what exists in those, those 24, and I know that I can just pile on my plate. It, it, the only time is going to be an obstacle, not it being hard at all. Yeah, that's true. Okay, <sighs> uh, so w what's the next question? Um, or if anything. Ashley's, oh my gosh, Ash Shadowbrook. She Ash said Shadowbrook. Us, anything she says to me, I'm excited. Okay, 
Well, what does she? What does she want? What does she say? Actually, before we get to your question, I've been really enjoying. You've been posting a lot of selfies lately. I think that's awesome. You yeah, should keep that. Keep up. that up. It's fun to see your your pretty face on our timelines. You're, yeah. you are you are a, a radiant person in our lives. I don't understand why people don't start the day with a selfie because it makes me happy. I've been selfieing a lot lately. You have. I, well, what's nice is that you send me a selfie on my text. Yes, which is nice. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Ashley says, "Hey, podcast, podcast. Fun fact." When I was a camp counselor... That's not how Ashley shut up with her She would be like, fun fact. <laughs> You're right. Thank you. Fun fact. When I was a camp counselor, I used to watch my kids... No. Excuse me. I, <laughs> I got this. Fun fact. When I was a camp counselor, I used to teach my kids poetry instead of camp songs. There's nothing like hearing a bunch of tweens recite the cremation of Sam McGee or the Raven during sharing time at the big fire. Very good. I asked for uh, questions, comments, or poetry. So she's giving us a combination of the last two. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Then she says, fuck, Mary kill. Uh, Brian Keats Shelley, Milton uh, Marvel Dutton. I don't know any of these names. Yeah, let's look this up. Um, we're stupid, and we don't know what you're talking about. Oh, oh, you know what? It's it's poetry, it's like Byron. Yeah, no, I mean, I get, I know, okay, I know that much, Sam. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Listen, okay. when you're on camera, you're on performance time, and you get something you don't expect. Byron. Okay, um, actually, I'm just going to go with what Urban Dictionary says. Yeah. So, uh, Mary Fuck killed this, okay. Everybody loves being around Byron. He is everyone's favorite, and he knows it. Mm, I guess kill. <laughs> okay. Um, Keats. Oh, I actually know his name. Okay. Uh, John Keats was a <laughs> was an English romantic poet. He was one of the main figures of the second generation of romantic poets, along with Lord Byron and Percy. Oh, no. The rest of the people yeah. she's asking. Okay, yeah. Okay, oh. so we're talking about romantic poets, and now I got to now. Okay, I've already killed one guy, based on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll fuck this guy. And Mary Shelley. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, actually, I, I, I I'm interested in getting in, in reading some poetry. I, I'm a little bit unread, especially in classic poetry. So, yeah. other than vaguely recognizing the names, I don't know them too much. Uh, Mr. Spock recites some Byron to Uhura at one point in Star Trek. And that's majority. Oh, and Andy Andy Zoltzman recited a lot of Byron in a podcast I used to listen to. So I've, I've re- heard recited several Byron poems. I thought you were going to say Andy that. Daly, and I was like, I've listened to that. Yeah. But then good. you didn't say that, and so I won't. I don't want to pursue the rest of the poet, because I just don't know any of it. Oh, you don't know any of it? What about John Milton? Look at this amazing pencil drawing of him. He looks awful. I'll tell you that. <laughs> he just it's looks not good. He looks like he's like I don't know. I'm not gonna. I I'm not gonna wash my hair for this. I am gonna put some dry shampoo in it. He looks and fuck like anyone he's else. Just about to say yeah. Oh God! Look at this Lord Byron. Okay, I'm sorry yeah. that I said kill him fuck because him. that mustache is <laughs> that's marriage material. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a person I want to have a complicated sexual relationship yes. with, so I have to marry him. Okay. <laughs> okay, and uh, what else? Oh, this got John Don. Terrible. He's got one of those stupid Shakespearean, uh, uh, 
dog collars on and I don't like it. And what else am I looking for? I don't know this one. I don't want to pursue this anymore. We won't. Okay. I'm sorry that you are so put out by classic literature. <laughs> I just want to read it first. Oh, okay. Well, how's this spoiling you? So, Veronica, Karen says, have you caught the comic bug yet from Sam? You didn't catch it from me. I gave it to Karen, you. <laughs> Karen, you are going to get me in trouble, as I've been getting in trouble a lot lately. Oh, my gosh. This is the worst. This is the worst. So, Karen. Uh, <laughs> Go on. I gave you some history of comic books, and I, I maybe talked about really liking Asterix novels, Calvin Hobbes as a kid, and recently having a renaissance of comics. I, I probably didn't mention what inspired that. And what inspired that was Veronica getting into comics. <laughs> So you got it wrong, my man. I got it from her. I'm sorry I didn't cite that correctly now that I'm thinking back on the inks and issues. I, I probably didn't mention it in that way. I'm, going, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. So I apologize, We Karen. can't get in trouble in this relationship. <laughs> well, you feel like I don't listen to you, but I listen to the same things that I'll hear from someone else that you've been saying. Yeah, that is true. And that really has been getting under your skin lately. <laughs> Well, it's only when another man says it. (laughs) Are you serious? I'm just joking. I love you. Okay. I think you're great, and I don't think you ignore me. I do like to push your buttons. So I've got like going on with the list, even though you don't want to do it. Yeah, I do not want to do it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Mike says, "Hey, podcast, podcast, happy upcoming anniversary. Is it May yet? Uh, Signed, trapped by tax season. Oh yeah, that's right. So Sam. Mm Mm-hmm. I I can't deal with tax season. I can't even. I need to turn in things. I need to do things. Um, I'm sure I need to pay taxes this year. It's all terrible news. Uh, will I do it? Yes. Because I love this country. And I will pay all my taxes. Am I happy about it? Actually, yeah. I had, a, I had a very stimulating conversation with my mom, and I was talking about um, back in the day when I made no money, and I was very poor, and I was getting like these huge refunds, which were so helpful to me, and I really, I needed them, and it was like how I got by, and this year, that will not be happening, <laughs> and I was just like, but you know, I feel good about that, because... You know, I, I hope that other people are able to, to get what they need for their families, you know, because that, that system was there to support me when I needed it, and now I don't need that, and I'm very happy to support other uh, other single moms and things like that. That's so, great. Yeah. Awesome. So, Veronica, it's 10.15 p.m. It is a Tuesday. If I, um, if we stopped this episode and did another one, and I went over to my computer right there and printed off two character sheets... Could we DM the little one-on-one adventure? Oh, boy. If I had mine? I mean, sure. You want to do that tonight? I guess. All right, listeners. Buckle up. Thank you so much for listening to the PodCamp podcast. We know you've got choices when it comes to podcasts. Thanks for choosing this one. Meow. Meow. Oh, I should pick up the cat for this. Yeah. Oh, she she won't come to me, though. No. Well, one day I'm going to pick up this cat in front of this... Uh, this here microphone and you're gonna hear well it'll just be great this okay cat's pretty antisocial. Uh, a lot of people or cats like to play at the floors lava this cat plays the people are lava <laughs>
mm-hmm. and acts accordingly. Yes. All the time. It's always game time. <laughs> it's always game time. Unless she's very hungry and she's like, oh, guys, hey. I'm, meow. Hey, I just want to tell you how great I think you are. Look at you. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Fade me the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you'll be pouring the water into her thing, and she'll suddenly charge your hand with the water to make you spill it. She's an She's asshole. a little shit. She She's is. really mean. I love her. It is. You she, love her. I do. I think she's fabulous. I feel like I used to get really annoyed with her all the time, because when she first moved in, she was meowing all the time. But we, she's like seven years old. We adopted her from a shelter, and so she's in a new home, and she's just... She was not used to us. Uh-huh. And so I feel like I got really annoyed with all her constant meowing. But um, she's gotten over that. It's not a big deal anymore. And I like how she sneaks up on me all the time. She, and then, like, when I notice her, she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. So. That's great. All right. Bye, guys. I'll pick her up. <laughs>